Kane is in the building. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Big Alan D. Wood here at STFL. Week four, baby. I got D. Wood back in the studio today. It's time to get to work. What's good, D. Wood? What up, Big Al? Excited to be back in the studio. Week four, big week in fantasy. Huge week. Huge. Big week. And I want to kick it off with the biggest game of this week that is going to produce the most fantasy points. What do you know what got? that game is? What is it? That game is the Lions and the Chiefs game. Oh, baby. Why? You already know why, bro. Because Mahomes is finally playing in a dome. Madomes. <laughs> Madomes. But honestly, this is somehow the first game, NFL game, regular season, where he's played in the dome in college. I know it's different, but we can't ignore these stats here. He played four games in college in a dome, and he averaged – 492 passing yards and 4.75 touchdowns. <laughs> oh my God. He's going to have a field day Sunday. He's going to have a field day. And you know, the, the lions, they're like bad and good. So they're going to, they're going to be slinging the whole time as well. So I really think there's not a bad start on either team. This game might be chiefs 55 lions, 35 when it Sounds comes about to right. Him. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Wow, that's a crazy Mahomes stat. Yep, yep. So uh, that's the game that's going to produce most fantasy points. So any guys that you have, um, carry on Johnson, uh, Galladay, even stinky Marvin Jones Jr. and the <laughs> running backs too, if you have them. Absolutely. Yeah, especially since buys started up this week, you might have to fire one of those guys up. That was quick. I can't believe we're talking buys. I know. Bell's on a buy this week. Yeah, it sucks for some owners. <laughs> I think he's going to have a big week five, by the way. Sneaky. Oh, he will. He's think, rusted. Um, yeah. yeah, he's kind of getting all the rust off. No doubt. But uh, one backfield that everyone is talking about right now, obviously, Melvin Gordon's back. I know Melvin's you're back. Everywhere. So how are you handling this? Yeah, it definitely sucks. Um, you know, so with Melvin Gordon back, it's great, but – it seems like he's going to be out for two weeks before just to get back in game shape. So I think that if you have Eckler, you start him with crazy confidence the next oh, yeah. two weeks. Like Eckler's going to be playing like he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think he's going to like blow up at least 30 points each for the next two weeks. And it's going to make the Chargers a little uncomfortable um, because they feel they're going to still have to use him in the offense, which they would normally anyways. But I think they're not going to be rushing Melvin Gordon back to that like running back one mm. spot that he's been in the past. Yeah, a little bit of like a timeshare, at least for while he's actually playing, coming off. And Eckler will always have a role in the offense. He even did last year. So, so Right. right. And it definitely, like, as the season goes on, Melvin will be that running back one for sure. Yeah. But if you have Eckler, you know, don't panic. Just let the good times roll and just uh, just uh, play that waiver wire smart. Yeah, true. Um, well, Melvin Gordon, you're saying that he is going to eventually be that RB1 as the season goes on. So would you recommend trying to trade for him? Yeah, I really would, especially if you're an Eckler owner, like we were saying. Um, but I have five guys for you that you should either trade for or package up to get Melvin Gordon on your team. Ooh, all right, let's hear it. 
Like we're down – like we got two weeks where he's not playing, so people might not have the patience to have him stick around. But the first player, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley only because he's kind of a question mark, but he's still Todd Gurley. So you have the owners out there. Might want to just do a quick swap, get it over with. Another guy, Chris Carson. Just been eating popcorn before the game, fumbling <laughs> a lot. <laughs> it might be time to get rid of him. <laughs> but package him up. Yes. Uh, another player, Aaron Jones. Jamal Williams got killed last night. Yeah, he did. Um, so another guy you could package up to get him. My last one, James Conner. Not playing the way that he was expected. Got a no-name quarterback. Tough situation. Yeah, he's kind of a little guy, too. I didn't really notice. He is a little guy. He yeah. had such a good season last year that I'm not surprised that he's he only like he got yeah, he got a little worn down, I think. Yeah. So those are all guys that you would trade for Melvin Gordon. Yes, and actually I have one more for you too. Ooh. Um Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Yeah, Marlon Mack, return to the Mack. Yeah. Um I would definitely try and package him up to to get Melvin Gordon as well. Nice. I like that. I mean, what do you think? You think Gordon is just gonna be like that top five back if he was if he was just playing this whole time like eventually like towards the end like is he going to be the one that wins you a fantasy championship being an Eckler owner I'm super bitter about it (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know if he's going to be like the championship difference but he's not a bad player to take a risk like this on yeah I agree you got to play for the future sometimes it's only week four yeah you know 12 to 16 obviously the most important weeks so it's like you got to do what's best for your squad. Speaking of week four, I think we should dive right into our starts and sits. I'm going to kick it off with the QB starts. I'm going to go with Stafford, Kyle Allen, and Daniel Jones. Mm. Stafford versus the Chiefs. We already went over that. I think he's going to get you well over 300 yards, three touchdowns, passing TDs, and I think he's going to uh, get you two or three interceptions as well. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Like 100%. But overall, I think he's going to get a solid around like 25 fantasy points. Uh, Kyle Allen against Houston. Houston this year is extremely vulnerable uh, in giving up fantasy points to QBs. They're ranked sixth the most um, for fantasy points let up against QBs this year. And last week, Phillip Rivers put up 20 fantasy points. And the week before, Mishu, I need a tissue, <laughs> um, put up 18 fantasy points on his first full start of the season. Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. So, so I'm betting Kyle Allen gives you just over 300 passing yards and a pair of TDs as well. So I think he's a great start um, if you need him. Definitely. And uh, Air Allen's going to be trending on Twitter on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, he is. Air Allen. So the last quarterback I'm going with is Daniel Jones. So what a matchup he has against Washington, letting up the fifth most fantasy points to QBs this season. Uh, the Giants, I know Barkley just got hurt and they have no running game, but the Giants fans, they haven't been this alive in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. And I think Daniel Jones is going give, to give them the W again this week going back to back. And I can easily see him passing for about 260 passing yards, two TDs. And you know what? I'm giving him the Russian TD with 45 rushing yards as well. I like Danny that. Dimes, man. Danny, Danny Dimes. Dimes. I love this kid. <laughs> I mean, how can you not, man? Yeah. So much hate from getting drafted number six. Right? You got to love it. Um, I'm going to go right into the sits. So I'm thinking Tom Brady going against Bill's Mafia this Brady. week. Wow. Yeah. I'm sitting Tom Brady. I, I see that the spread seven points this week. Pats are going into Buffalo. Both teams 3-0. and going to be a very competitive game. Pats have played 
a very soft schedule to open the season. Um, I don't see Brady completing big plays like he was able to do for that reason. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to have to lean heavily on his running backs to to drive him up the field. Um, so expect a low-scoring game there and not a big productive game from Brady. I think the Pats win? I do think the Pats win, um, but it's going to be tough. Yeah. Probably be a couple more injuries too. It's going to be a really good game. Competitive all the way through for sure. Um, and then Josh Allen, same game, mm-hmm. same reason. Pat's defense hasn't let up an offensive touchdown yet this season. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is really good. I could see the Bills being that team to do it just because <laughs> that atmosphere is going to be wild yes. there. Um, but just like, you know, same same thing as Brady, man. Just the way the game's going to be, it's going to be slow. It's going to be competitive. Not a lot of fantasy points are going to be flying up the board, or at least not impactful points. Yeah. Um, and then my third sit <laughs> – it's going to be Kirk Cousins. He's got to play the Bears, man. Freaking Cousins, man. He's already thinking about what he's doing after the game. <laughs> like, he's upset that he's got to play the Bears this week. Um, for obvious reasons, you can't trust Kirk Cousins and the Vikings versus the Bears. No. Especially, like, the Bears are probably going to shut down Dalvin Cook since he's been running so good this year. Finally, a really tough defense he's going against. It's going to force Cousins to throw. Yeah, Yeah, I'm staying away from that. (laughs) Those are going to be my sets for the week. Nice. I like it. Um, I guess we can just dive into tight end starts. I mean, the tight end position, I feel like it's just been such like a a pile of doo-doo this year. And it's like so unexcited. It it looks so great after week one, like Hawkinson, Andrews. Yeah, Hawkinson. What happened to him? I know. That's the problem, man. He's playing against the Chiefs in this in this week's oh, showdown. He'll be, he'll be getting some. <laughs> if he doesn't get you over like eight fantasy points, if you're still starting him, snip, it's, snip. Yeah, it's time to drop him. See ya. Um, but some tight ends that I'm going to start this week. First one, uh, Will Disley. So I feel like everyone's been talking about this because Arizona has given up the most fantasy points to tight ends this year. But I don't think people understand how many fantasy points that is. Um, over the past three weeks, not one tight end has scored less than 25 PPR points, Jesus. including Hawkinson. Um, so start Disley, obviously. Right in your face, just do it. I know, seriously. Um, an obvious one, Austin Hooper. He's averaging about 7.5 targets every week. Last week, he had a really big week. This week, I think he gets you another TD, about six receptions, about 50 yards or so. Um, going against a Tennessee defense who's not really the strongest, strongest against tight end. Uh, they're ranked around 11th uh, this year so far. And then the last tight end, if you're, if you're in a rut, I'm going to go with Dawson Knox. And uh, he's on the Bills, believe it or not. Um, and they're playing the Pats this week. And with Tyler Croft's ankle, who's he's not playing, he's the starting tight end. And I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of just gets like that TD in the game where you're like, who is this guy? Yeah, like, he's he, fast. He is, I mean, he had a really good uh, showing at the combine, but um, I think he's going to get around 75 yards and one TD, just a low number of receptions. Um, it's definitely a dart throw, but if you need to take it, he's worth it. If he does, he's going to be uh, the waiver ad for the oh, week, yeah. I think. Oh, 100%. Because that'll be two weeks in a row that he does well, especially versus the Pats. Definitely a guy to keep uh, keep yeah. an eye on. Nothing more of a sleeper this week than like a must start. But if in the tight end position this year, I think any any dart throw is as good as uh, as good as him this week for sure. 
Uh, I'm going to keep it simple with the sits, man. Vance McDonald's been in the sling all week. His shoulder's not 100%. They claim he's playing Monday night. If he does and you have him, you got to find a replacement because if he's out there, he's just going to be a decoy. Dance and Vance. Yeah, Dance and Vance is not going to be dancing this week. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, my second sit's going to actually be a duo of players, Jordan Akins and Darren Fells. Um, Watson doesn't throw to tight ends. Um, so the fact that they both were able to get a total of three TDs last week, can't expect that again. Um, I know George Kittle's on a bye this week, so a lot of people are looking for tight ends to fill in, and they might be getting psyched mm-hmm. out because they both had double-digit points. But I'd probably lean back a little bit and uh, plug in a Jason Witten or Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis also going against that Giants uh, defense who's very soft. Yeah, could be a high-scoring game there. Could be. Um, and you know what? Just going to throw him in there. I said him last week. I'll say him again. Shouldn't be owned on any teams anymore. <laughs> Tyler Eifert. It's not yeah. 2016 Is he playing anymore. still? He is, and he's getting started in some leagues. <laughs> he's actually owned. Not a guy that should be owned or started in your team, especially your 12 team. I mean, sorry. Yeah, and if it's 12 team, then <laughs> 10 or an 8. Jesus. <laughs> just just don't have him on your team. Don't look at him or anything. <laughs> what, about, uh, what about some good news? What about some wide receiver starts that you are – thinking for uh for this week so for some wide receiver starts you hyped up that big game in the mm. beginning of the podcast how could you not i know and i, I gotta keep my domes you know my domes gonna be slinging it out to his three boys dude mccall hardman demarcus robinson sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. they're all catching tds yeah they are everyone's eating from that kc offense yep like they might score 60 points. <laughs> it's going to be wild. Um, so fire those three up, flexes or wide receiver twos or threes, wherever they fit. Um, and then from that same game, Kenny Galladay. Definitely. Last week, he had two, had two receptions for 17 yards. That's not, not acceptable. That's like, like your guy. That's yeah. your number one wide receiver on your team. You, you can't have that. Not acceptable. So he's going to get involved early. Like you said, it's going to be a shootout, probably competitive for two quarters. Uh, so he'll, he'll rack up close to 10 receptions and definitely have over 100 yards. And they have to get him a touchdown. Yeah, it's bounce back game, 100%. He, he, he needs it. Um, and then my third start is a sneaky start right here. Ooh, sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> Paul Richardson. Paul Richardson. Who's starting Paul Richardson? This guy right here. Really? Yep. I'm starting Paul Richardson. One, because Scary Terry's hurt. Do you think he's going to be a game-time decision? Even if Scary Terry plays – Going against the Giants, who's let up the second most fantasy points so far this season, to guys like Michael Gallup, they let up over 150 yards, Mark Cooper over 100 yards, Thielen went off against them. He's the number one guy on that offense right now, so he's going to be getting a ton of targets, double-digit targets. If he catches the ball, he's going to have a huge game. Yeah. I like that. I like all those starts. Um, For some sits, though. First one on the board. We're going Diggs. Oh, I hate this guy. What's he like? What's he doing this year? I guess it's not like all him. Minnesota is just like the whole pass and attack. But he made that play versus the Saints, and then he just like thought he was the man. <laughs> I think his helmet is still in the air when he threw it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, obviously he's playing. He's playing Chicago. Uh, enough said right there. He has he had three receptions for 15 yards last week, and 
you know, um, all Minnesota does is run the ball. And even when they do pass, Adam Thielen gets more targets. Yeah, He's still like a risky person. So he should probably try to be trading. But Diggs, I feel, stands no chance. And I am not starting him until that offense changes completely, which I don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, They're playing in brunch the next day. (laughs) (laughs) They're definitely playing in brunch. Diggs has to pay. Um, (laughs) Another wide receiver sit. I'm going D.D. Westbrook. So he's their number one wide receiver, and they're playing the Broncos. Last week, the Broncos shut down the number one wide receiver in Devontae Adams. And that dude, Scantlin, the number two wide receiver on Green Bay, had the best game um, for him for the season, maybe for his life. I don't know. But um, (laughs) my point is, I think that D.D. Westbrook is going to get shut down this week. And I think baby Chark, Chark Jr., is going to eat, and he's going to have a big week. Last... Last sit, I am going with Landry. So he just continues to struggle. Um, He's, I think he's like sixth in targets for the Browns. And when it comes down to it, he is just not getting enough volume. I think he's averaging less than like two yards um, every time he runs a route. So Drop him. Yeah, he's just not even a part of that offense. And I don't think his bounce back game is going to be against Baltimore on the road. I like that, man. Um, Those are... Really good ones right there. And I'm going to go into the running backs for some starts. Austin Eckler facing Miami. I told you he's going to be playing these next two weeks like it's his Super Bowl. Mm. Luckily for him, Miami lets up the most points against running backs. Yeah, he's going to eat. He is going to be eaten. That's pretty much all you need to know. Yeah, He'll have well over 100 all-purpose yards and multiple touchdowns. Huge game coming from him. Um, another player that I'm thinking, Darrell Williams. Um, Shady, he's got that ankle injury, and I think this is the week where he's going to leave the game probably before halftime, and Darrell Williams is going to be taking on a lot of that volume. Darwin Thompson's not really getting involved, um, and they're calling Darrell Mr. Reliable on that on that team. Mm-hmm. So he's going to come in, fill the shoes. Uh, I think he'll have probably – 100 all-purpose yards, and I'll definitely get a touchdown. I mean, I that game's going to be wild. Everyone's going to be eating. So I'd fire him up, especially if that game gets out of hand. Why wouldn't you just keep playing him? Yeah. It's not like he's your every week starter. That's a good point. I like he's, that. He's in that, like, sandwich where he could just play the whole game. Mm-hmm. And then my last start is going to be James White. Nice. James White didn't play last week, had a baby. Shout out little James White Jr. Not, not sure if that's his name, but if it is, that's sick. Um, you know, Sony Michelle's just not getting it going on the ground. And Rex Burkhead, who played really well last week, he's been iffy in practice. He's got a little injury thing going on. So I think James White's going to come back and establish himself in that offense. Brady's going to be dumping it off to him a lot. And my big stat from James White is he will have double-digit receptions this week. Um, like I said, it's going to be a very competitive game. Um, Bills Mafia is going to be bringing the heat. So I think James White's going to have to bail Brady out a lot, um, which will have him – I don't know if he's going to have massive yards, but he'll have a big fantasy day. Yeah, especially sure. definitely in PPR as well. Um, kind of getting right to that, though. For my running back sits at the top of my list here, I have Sony Michelle on yep. the Pats. Last week he had nine touches – for 11 yards. 
with the Jets. First the Jets with no James White. Yep. That was his time to eat. So I think he's just kind of a different back this year. And James White is obviously back this week. So um, I'm shying away from uh, Sony Michelle. Another running back, David Montgomery. Boo. Like, give me a break. Like, stinks. Everyone, I get it. You draft him in the third round. You have high hopes. He looks pretty good when he runs the ball. But when it comes down to it, he's not getting the volume. He's averaging about 13 touches a game, and he's in a three-headed monster. So until that changes, he is a very, very um, kind of borderline flex. Borderline flex, depending on the matchup. Yeah. And don't forget, he had the best six-yard run of all time (laughs) in preseason. That's what got him there. Yeah. That's what got him there. So, um, you know, things can change with him. Obviously, you're not, like, dropping him, but – this week, you are definitely sending them against Minnesota. Def. As um, I run it back three that I want you to sit, I also want you to drop this guy immediately. Duke Johnson. Dukey. <laughs> Dukey. Playing like Dukey. <laughs> I can't believe he's owned in, in over 70% of the leagues. And last week, he had two carries for two yards. He was he was supposed to be the <laughs> best. so done. bad. I, it's so bad. Like, what was he What is he doing? Yeah. What is he doing? So he was supposed to be the passing down back for Houston and it looked like a really good kind of marriage with them. But when it comes down to it, Watson just doesn't throw to his running backs. So he's a horrible passing down back because of that. So not only are you not starting him, you are also dropping him. Definitely just got to cut him loose. He dropped a fire IG post for people to ask some questions today. And they came in with some questions. We did. What do we got? So first question here. Let me scroll up for a second. Oh. I'll let you answer this one. Would you start at Demont this week? I wouldn't start Demont if he gave me $100. <laughs> I'd just keep him on the bench. I'd be like, keep your money, man. Not worth it. Uh, here's a good one for you. Darrell Williams or Shady McCoy? Darrell Williams. I got him as one of my starts this week. I think Shady's really going to just aggravate that ankle nice and early. Um, they're paying him a bunch of money. So he's going to play. Yeah. He's getting paid to play. So if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Yeah. I like that. I'm starting Daryl Williams in the league as well. And I'm pretty confident in it. They only got him. Uh, was it? Yeah. Who's got him projected for like six points. I know. So disrespectful. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. They don't know. You guys fire him up. If, if you need a, if you need a RB start or yeah. a flex fire him up. Definitely. So then we got another one. Uh, Jared Goff or Baker Mayfield? Um, you know, I'm going Goff this week. Uh, he's playing Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is not the greatest defense. And um, honestly, Baker has just been playing horrible away against a division opponent in Baltimore. I'm yeah. riding with Goff this week. Yeah, Baltimore. I mean, Baker could easily have a game where, like, he doesn't stink. But <laughs> for it to be versus Baltimore, <laughs> yeah, probably not right. Very unlikely. Oh, Jay will have a good game. Yeah, he'll have a good game. So here's an interesting one for you, Big Al. Would you trade Mike Evans for Emmanuel Sanders and James Connors? No, only because Emmanuel Sanders is probably a wide receiver four or a wide receiver five. So you're losing huge value in that position. And then somebody like James Conner is, you know, he's an RB1, but he's not playing like an RB1. If this was after week one, when Mike Evans didn't play like that great and James Conner did like, okay, maybe, but now no. Yeah. 
It's another trade question for you. Would you trade Eckler and Mike Evans for Derrick Henry and Melvin Gordon? So you never want to trade your handcuff. So I don't, I don't like this trade only because you're giving up Eckler to get Melvin Gordon. What if Melvin Gordon comes back and gets hurt? Then it's like that guy hit the jackpot. Not only did he get the first player that you presented in the trade, but now he gets pretty much Melvin Gordon 2.0. Yeah, I think Eckler's just as good as Melvin Gordon. Nice. All right, here's a quarterback one. Would you start Josh Allen against the Pats? No, I wouldn't. He's a sit this week. Pats have one of the best defenses in the league. Um, I think he's just going to get like 12 points. You have you have better options out there. Pats D is so good. Yeah, it really is. So it'll be a true test against Buffalo. Two 3-0 teams. Buffalo somehow 3-0. Bills Mafia. Those Pats fans going to get their asses kicked this week. <laughs> What's the over and under on uh, tables that Bills Mafia fans jump through? Infinity. They already started. <laughs> They're breaking tables right now. Whatever it is, just take the over. <laughs> yeah. All right, last question here. In your flex, parentheses, I also have Lamar. Would you start Joe Mixon or Hollywood Brown? Joe Mixon and... Don't even think about it anymore, bro. Start Joe Mixon every week. He's a must-start. He's an RB2 right now, but in a couple weeks when he gets his consistent volume going, he's an RB1, especially in PPR leagues. On the end zone last week, like, big plus. If you went out and got him and bought low, good job. Um, But, yeah, you're starting Mixon 100%. Oliver Brown's only got a chance to break a big play. Yeah, agreed. Mixon's a must-start. Yeah, and I'm just not a big Hollywood Brown fan anyway. Really? Interesting. Related to Antonio, so like I feel like something's going to come out that he did something. (laughs) You know, it's just a matter of time. (laughs) And for everyone who watched the Thursday night game last night, noticed that when Devonta Adams got hurt, the whole Packers offense went to shit. So if you have Aaron Rodgers, who put up 30-plus fantasy points last night, you need to trade him right now. I was talking about trading him before the game last night. Now that he's not going to have Adams for a few weeks and that very tough schedule at the end of the season where he has to play Minnesota and Chicago in the playoffs, trade him. Yeah, you should definitely be trying to trade Rodgers right now. Agree 100%. But that's what we had for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Appreciate everyone for listening and appreciate everyone for uh, sending us your questions. Hope they were helpful. Um, giant shout out to New Zealand. Saw a couple streams come through on them. Yeah. <laughs> so, Let's go New Zealand. <laughs> so uh, tell all your friends there going global. Um, but good luck in your fantasy matchups for week four. And we'll catch you guys next week. Later, guys.